Hello, hello, hello. What's the crack? How are we, folks, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for listening to this. Once again, another bonus episode. My name is Brian, and I'm joined by my good co-host today, David. David. All right, Brian, what's the story? How are you going uh, We're in a car. We're in a car. We, uh, one of our fabled uh, car episodes. Yeah, yeah, definitely one of car episodes. <laughs> Not for, since Elemental. Aye, uh, that's been a minute. Uh, David, we're here for a real quick, nice and easy bonus episode. A bonus episode that I, I want to make clear in the straight and narrow. We're doing... Uh, we're talking about something that we both acknowledge to each other that is something we don't really do mm. and that is fan castings I don't really do fan castings but there's been such a wait such a waiting period and quite an extensive one between certain iconic characters that we know we will be getting castings announced probably possibly this year or in the, the next year to come maybe mm. but because we don't know who are going to play these characters next and we've been waiting for quite a long time for them we just thought well actually no scratch that reverse it I and there's no reversing by the way it's just scratch that but (laughs) you know uh, Wonka made that famous I had this idea to just shoot you a couple of iconic characters we know we'll be getting cast in down the line future ahead when we're still doing the podcast in our 50s and it might be something fun to look back at like if if these you know the ones that we're going to discuss because we have been waiting and it's likely that we'll get these announcements this year yeah that if you know towards the end of the year we can do another bonus one and we go okay let's look back at who we said and who yeah. actually got announced see, see, fun. See, see if we got anyone right mm. and if we if we did great if we didn't oh well well then let's see how the juxtaposition of the portrayal it'll yeah. be and what we thought because even though I'm going to shoot you a couple of names of actors to play these certain characters mm-hmm these are a certain version of a character portrayal in my head, but that might be completely different in who they're going to get. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, David, I'm going to throw you the first character. Mm-hmm. Batman in The Brave and The Bold for James Gunn's new DCU. So, I've got a few names of who I think would make a great take on the iconic caped crusader. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these names are based on how I think this Batman should be in comparison to the Dave and Corn Sweat Superman. Mm-hmm. And since the Robert Pattinson Batman, which is ongoing, is a much younger, up and coming, well, high now, high demanded actor, and mm-hmm. I want to, I would like there to be a quite a difference between his Batman, and whoever this Batman will be. So, different. How different? Well, different in the sense that he can fight monsters and aliens and ghosts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Similar to how Ben Affleck Batman was. Because he would be in the world of monsters and aliens and Mm -hmm. ghosts and whatnot. Well, you you definitely will have more of these, you know, to pick than than I would. So I'll throw mine out. And, And I'm glad that you said that you were going in that vein because when I think... Who would I like to play Batman? I think that vein as well. Of like yeah. a bit of an older, not so much like grizzled, but just more experienced Batman. Veteran. A veteran. Someone that, you know, it would make sense that would have a, a nine-year-old, ten-year-old son yeah. in Damian Wayne. Yeah. So before we get to yours, I'm going to throw it for me, I'd love to see, and I think he'd be a great Batman and a great Bruce Wayne, John Hamm. 
We only talked about John Hamm not too terribly long ago in our 2023 wrap up. Mm-hmm. He would make an excellent Bruce Wayne. I I would think he'd have to hit the gym a bit for uh, yeah. a Batman physique. Because these days when you're a male superhero, you have to show off a bit of a, a shredded, shredded abs, you know, all Absolutely. that. Yeah, like yeah. me and you. <laughs> so You can't let the costume do the work. you yeah. got to get the shirtless scene where you're cut up. Um, Quite but, a high standard in the, in the male gender for displaying mm-hmm. our physiques as superheroes, you know. We don't have it easy. Mm-hmm. Like, God, God love us, God bless us. So, John Hamm, that's an interesting one. I have thought of him as an as a option. But while I think he may be too good for it, and when I mean too good, I mean too. I, mean, I think it'd be. I don't mean this in the wrong way. I think it would be beneath him to. Play he's already Batman. too high profile. In his, he doesn't need to be in the franchise. Yes, game. he's very selective in his works. Like he does get casted in such great big movies but then he does some indie stuff that he would spearhead mm-hmm. himself so I just don't know how and this is going to be a Batman to further the DCU for as long as to come you mm-hmm. know I can see Robert Pattinson's continuing his grounded Batman for like three movies max mm-hmm. whereas this one will go on as long as maybe the MCU maybe there'll only be a new actor every day so you know just keep it going but given the fact that this Batman will be in our eyes uh, older veteran maybe in their 40s I'm going to shoot you the oldest actor who I have and tell me I'm wrong, tell me I'm brave, <laughs> tell me if I'm being bold. <laughs> Nicolaj costa Waldo from Game of Thrones, Jamie, okay. Jamie Lannister. Yeah, okay, interesting. Definitely not one that I would have thought of. I'm thinking of him now. A good Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. definitely. Hmm. Interesting. I'm trying to think of him because obviously with... Him in Game of Thrones, he had like the blonde hair and all. So I'm trying to think of him with the dark hair. Yeah, just dye it. Dyed dark hair. Um, He's in his mid fifties or yeah, mid fifties, I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna play safe and say mid fifties. Mm. So he is quite older, and and that is one reason I picked him. But as I said, he is the oldest. Mm. He's the perfect jawline. He'll have the intelligence and suave as a Bruce Wayne. He's an actor, so you know he can't act to be the but. Bold and brooding, dark caped crusader, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it, him being older isn't a disadvantage to him at all because Batman is the world's greatest detective, and we would like to see him, you know, have a bit of experience under his belt. You could always start him off, and then you know he is in this new James Gunn DCU as a mainstay. And then as he gets older, you could transition him into the Bruce Wayne and the Terry McGuinness, you know, Batman Beyond kind of uh, mentor. Okay, yes, yes. Let's get the first movie done. Okay, yeah, no, sorry, I'm going too far. Um, uh, I think we've spent enough time on Nick Lodge. I'm just going to run by the other two names mm-hmm. I have. One's definitely more suited in terms of a Batman that fits a profile of fighting alien monsters and ghouls and that's Alan Richardson from Reacher and Fast X oh, and who yeah. played the, uh, an Aquaman in Smallville yeah. was it? Yeah. Just think of him. That's a really great choice I as, have to say. As yeah. an, a mainstream action packed easily identified profile as Batman. Yeah. He is in his early 40s so he's at least 10 years older than David Corn Sweat as a Superman yeah. and he can have a, a son he can 
Mm-hmm. And you can age him up if you want. And yeah, imagine him as Batman in the suit. He's he, got a great jawline. Yeah. I'm just thinking of him there. That's actually a really, really great choice. Um, he, I, I like him in a lot of stuff. I've seen him in a lot of different things. Um, whether it be Reacher or in Smallville or um, he was in um, a Fast indie X. movie called uh, Laser Team. Fast I've seen X. him in that. Fast X. Uh, he was in Titans. He played... Was he? Hawk, like a Hawk, I think. Like a, I'm not sure of the exact character, but he definitely played a character in that. But no, that's actually a really great choice for Batman. Yep. I think he would be great to go up against David Cornsweet because if you've seen him in Reacher now, he's huge. And I think that that would be great to see like a big, huge, brooding Batman. Yeah. Compared to a Superman that's not as big, but it's or even, still Superman. Or even compared to the Batman that Robert Patterson is. Yeah. I don't want the James Gunn DCU Batman to be similar to the Robert Pattinson one. I, I want mm. them to be completely stretched far apart from each other. I think they'll do that. They want to have them be separated and you know that when you're seeing Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves' world, it's one thing. Yeah. And this James Gunn version will be a completely different thing. You won't get them confused. Yeah. It'll be easy to differentiate. That's a great choice. I like that better than my own choice at Johan. Uh, thanks, bud. But <laughs> it's all subjective. Last but not least, this is... I'm curious to know what you're going to think about this, but this guy was mentioned to be Batman before, and I think it was Matt Reeves himself who suggested it. Mm. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal? Ooh. Think about it. You think Jake Gyllenhaal is above doing a Roadhouse remake? Mm. He has... People don't give him the credit for doing a Christian Bale and gaining weight and losing it. Mm. And he always gives it. It, I think he's too well known. He's too high profile for it. Mm -hmm. I think Alan Richardson is one that... You or I will know his name, mm-hmm. and others will know him to see him. Mm-hmm. But Jake Gyllenhaal is too Jake Gyllenhaal. Did you think about that when Ben Affleck was casted as Batman? Can you remember? Mm. Ben Affleck, the guy who did Daredevil, the guy who who's a laughing stock. Apparently, I don't, I don't know. I never had a problem with Ben Affleck being cast as Batman because I wasn't American. Ben Affleck I do sometimes when I'm watching him I think it's more Ben Affleck than I think it is Batman the same problem can't be said for when I watch Christian Bale when I see Christian Bale playing Batman it's Batman fair enough whereas with with um, Ben Affleck I do I see it as Ben Affleck playing Batman whereas Christian Bale is that's Batman and Bruce Wayne okay but I think I think of all three you said there, Alan Richardson is a great choice and I'd, I'd prefer him over my choice even if you were to if James Gunn calls me, Brian, <laughs> who do I, who do I gotta go with? Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson. I will go with Alan Richardson. Excellent. Great. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, David. We know we will be getting a new Wolverine for the MCU. Mm. Hopefully, an MCU that is now better than ever than it is currently at the moment. Mm-hmm. And we won't get a cast announcement until after Deadpool three. Similar how we won't get uh, another cast announcement of another character. Who has just finished their run in a stream of movies. And that'll be the third character on that list. But but Wolverine, who is great enough to take up the mantle? I'm going to start with the one person I think who should be Wolverine. Mm -hmm. And that's Zac Efron. Oh, Zac Efron. Yeah, that's a good choice. He He can definitely bulk up 
Well, that's the thing, is that Wolverine, when you look at Hugh Jackman, yeah. he is obviously, he is the most iconic version of Wolverine. He's played the role now for coming on 20 years. Mm-hmm. Over 20 years. Yeah. No one else has ever played him in live action. And that can't be said for many other superheroes. So, it's tough to imagine him not in that role. But Zac Efron... And and that's the thing, Hugh Jackman changed the role as well. Because Wolverine is a short dude. Mm-hmm. Short, hairy dude. Short, stocky, growly, grouchy mm-hmm. dude. Hugh Jackman did change that. Mm-hmm. And he made it his own. So if they're going to cast a short, stocky, grouchy actor to portray Wolverine in that vein, audience are going to be like, that's not Wolverine. Yeah, but the, the public perception of him has changed. Yeah. But Zac Efron, if you're going for the next Hugh Jackman... Mm-hmm. Zach Efron is a good choice. He can definitely bulk up. He, I, I'm pretty sure he has. Now we haven't seen the Iron Claw yet, and I know he bulked up for that. I've seen the trailer, and, yeah, and that just gave that just. I actually saw the image of him in the Iron Claw before marketing started, and I just thought, "That's your Wolverine." That's, he's Wolverine, and he is my number one pick for Wolverine. He's got to be. He he is. He's got some raw talent, mm. and he's he's actually too good to be. Uh, Roped in to a superhero franchise genre. Mm. He's too good for it, I think. But then again, if you look at a string of his comedy movies, maybe it would be good for him, especially for something as iconic as Wolverine to make his own. Yeah. And and I know people will, would bitch and piss about him. Oh, the high school musical boy. Yeah, the, but that that that's, that was something that happened with Robert Pattinson as well, the guy the tw- from Twilight. Twilight boy. <laughs> so I think that you can break out of that. I think that that won't. That's not going to follow him no. if he were to take on the role. But that's a good and interesting have, choice. Have you met people who said oh, I didn't really like the new Batman with Robert Pattinson because of you know? The, no, no. I I I've come across a few people. Who really? It. Yeah, and I'm t- I'm I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. It's really he, he. He's probably my favorite Batman, if not, he, say at least is my favorite Gotham ever on screen. Mm. But yeah, Zach Efron is my number one pick. But I do have two other gentlemen who I could take either or, and not don't matter. I just think they're nice picks, and I'll just give them to you one after the other. And that is Taron Egerton and Daniel Radcliffe. Okay, that's interesting because you picked the two people that I had chosen for. Those. Wolverine Yeah Taron Egerton And Daniel Radcliffe Daniel Radcliffe In More The sense of Short mm-hmm. um, But Taron Egerton In the Stocky Yeah he can, he can put on that Stockiness to him If I had to choose Between the three mm-hmm. I'd probably choose Taron Egerton myself mm-hmm. But It's funny that you chose The two people That I, I had there Zac Efron With the wild pick But um, I think Any of those three Would, would make a great choice for Wolverine yeah. I'd be happy for any one of them however I just think I'd have an issue maybe a little bit with Taron Egerton because his voice is very light it's on the lighter side but you things. can train that yes yes fair enough you can train that and maybe I'm that's probably the wrong approach about it of course so that's why I welcome it he would be a great Wolverine I actually think he was quite an early pick for me mm. until I just solidified Zac Efron and Daniel Radcliffe I didn't see him in Weird Al but I, I saw how shredded he is mm. and he can he can pretty much do the same so I'd be happy with any one of those three for yeah Wolverine. same I'd be more happy with any one of those three than I would be for the three that we chose for Batman mm, yeah yeah 
See, see, how, see how fun fan castings can be when, and, yeah. and it's only fun because there's been such an extensive period where there's no discussions mm. about who they're going to cast mm-hmm. that being said our final pick uh, I sort of foreshadowed it that it was th- this character had a string of movies and has concluded their run and we know we're going to get another one but we don't know who just yet and that is James Bond. In a way, the most iconic of... The most iconic in these choices because of how often it is the mm. role has changed. Yeah, it's, like, it's, 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 it's almost as traditional as Doctor Who. I was literally just about to say, yeah, it's, it's not as frequent, but it is a very, very big deal when the new James Bond is announced. Like you are saying there, like so we had obviously Daniel Craig yeah. playing it in Casino Royale, which is 2006 right up to No Time to Die in 2020. Yeah. So, it in a, it, in a lot of um, the previous actors' careers, it's a big commitment. It's a long time. Pierce Brosnan was short enough, but the likes of Roger Moore and Sean Connery, you're playing it a long, long time. Yeah. Three to five movie spin. Who, <laughs> who is going to be... Who has the star power? Because star power would need to be a, an element but who mm. has the acting chops to play a James Bond mm. who and uh, I, I believe they do want to get a relatively younger one similar to starting out as 007 mm. and I'm going to tell you David I'll tell you two picks who I could take either or similar to uh, like I did for Taron Egerton or Daniel Radcliffe for Wolverine yep. I, could, I could see that mm-hmm. they won't be my high picks but that is actually those two gentlemen as well I could see maybe Taron Egerton or Daniel Radcliffe mm. somehow being casted as James Bond however I Taron Egerton's a little bit too close to the Kingsman series but I think that James mm-hmm. Bond should take a leaf out of the Kingsman series as well because I would like to see I would almost in a way like to see a, a very similar James Bond to the first Kingsman where you are with James Bond as he is becoming James Bond and he's not a fully fledged the, he's not the yeah. fully he earns it throughout the movie and then after that we see his adventures as James Bond so essentially younger than Daniel Craig when he was yes definitely okay, well I'd that's... like to see him earn his double O status right that's that's interesting because I only really have one pick for a James Bond. Hmm. Just one. And my mind is set on this actor. And it's been set on quite a while and I don't want to change it. And this is a man who can have the star power and suave and who can carry it for three to five years. Hmm. Sorry, three to five movies over the course of ten years or so. Mm-hmm. And that is Richard Madden. Wow. Wow. That's my choice too. Really? Yeah, I had. So my three were I had Tom Hardy and Henry Cavill. Both who seem to have aged out of it now. Yeah. They were very, very high picks, you know, let's say mid-teens or like kind of early, you know, when it was rumoured of him leaving after, uh, with Daniel Craig leaving after, what was it, Spectre? Yeah. Um, But Richard Madden is my choice as well in terms of longevity. Yeah. Rob Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I w- the reason I did not choose Henry Cavill or Tom Hardy is because I not only think they have aged out of it, I think they're typecasts now at this point. Mm-hmm. Th- Henry Cavill definitely, especially when he's starring in Argyle, coming out soon, depending on the release of this episode. This episode is Sunday, so we've, uh, not next week, but the following week, yeah. We'll be talking about it in the next two weeks anyway, yeah. Yeah, so essentially Argyle, he, the cast had, Henry Cavill in that 
because oh he's a James Bond actor type mm. so let's get him before he's James Bond mm-hmm. Tom Hardy I could put in a similar vein to Idris Elba as being cast as James Bond a once off type of thing but Tom Hardy I don't know if he would actually have it mm. you know funny enough Tom Hardy would have been an interesting Wolverine but I think that's also a bit too late yeah uh, and he's also he, he's Venom now. Yeah, he's he's settled in that I think, but I think that um, both Tom Hardy and Henry Cavill have also, in the same way that Jake Gyllenhaal has with Batman, he's transcended it now where they wouldn't, they they, they know yes. themselves like no I'm gone past that now like that's that's for someone younger that's someone that can commit to the possibility of a ten year, um a ten year gig or three to five possible films. Richard Matten was in a BBC show. Spooks was it? No, not no, Spooks. Uh, well, I don't know. It could have been Spooks. So it was actually the, it was actually called Bodyguard. Mm. It wasn't a remake of the Kevin Costner one. It's just called Bodyguard, and I suppose that would be uh, his take on. That's his profile to pr- to present in a, in a pitch mm. to why he should be James Bond. Well, I actually did not realize he's, he's thirty seven. Oh wow! Okay. Jane, Richard Madden, he's thirty-seven, so mm. I think maybe he's cutting, he's he's pushing forty. So I don't know maybe if that's how they're gonna want to go with. So yeah, I don't know. But the, 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 yeah, those who are my picks. That's funny that we came down on <laughs> some of them being very very close. Great minds take a like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like I, I hope that we get at least one of these announced. I think that we will. I think if any of the three, it'll most likely be the Batman one that we hear from. At the end of the year, hopefully, we're, very, we're on a short list now for uh, Wonder Woman casting confirmation. Supergirl. Did I say Wonder Woman? Yeah. Fuck. Supergirl. Yeah. Supergirl, we're, we're, I hope it's Millie Cock from House of the Dragon. Mm. Just think of her as Supergirl, juxtaposed to David Cornswet as Superman. Uh, a pure yin-yang uh, this guy is Superman whereas yeah she's Supergirl and then you get punched in the face by her mm-hmm. and, and your head comes off yeah because, uh, so I'm, I'm rooting for a mini cock just to throw that little out there but David I'm happy we did this we did this little uh, fan casting mm. bonus episode I have no interest to do anymore no uh, I'm not a big fan casting guy at all yeah I, I like I said the only reason I felt like I wanted to do this is just because there's been such a waiting period of What's going on? Like we were going to suggest the Fantastic Four, but I that's that, I think that's been I actually don't care mm. because we've had so many names thrown in and out of that, so we decided mm-hmm. not to do it. And I think there are shortlisted now to obvious picks. Like, I think with them taking so long with it as well, it feels like the longer they take with it, the less I'm interested because yeah. of the fact that they can't seem to nail anyone down. Yeah, you know, we only have Pedro Pascal confirmed, but yeah. So, uh, at least I'm happy, um, I feel delighted and fulfilled having Mm. talked about James Bond, Batman and... James Bond, Batman and Wolverine? Wolverine, there you go. David, thank you very much for joining me in today's bonus episode. Folks listening, thank you very much for listening to this bonus episode. We hope you like listening to this. If you like us talking about fan castings, please don't get your hopes high. We (laughs) we won't be doing these much often, but... You can find us every Wednesday on a weekly Wednesday waffle and with a potential bonus episode maybe every month, maybe every every often a Sunday. We are on Instagram at Talking Pictures Pod and our email is talkingpicturespodcast one at gmail.com. We promote our stuff on Spotify. We do appreciate a like and five stars given. Costs you nothing, it gives us everything. And stay tuned for the next weekly Wednesday waffle or bonus app. Thanks, David. Thanks, Brian.